Welcome to the Wanna Talk Missions podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Tverdick, Director of Cup of Cold Water Ministries. We help people go and stay where God has called them to serve. This is the podcast of their stories. Our intent is to tell the good news of what God's doing around the world through His people in order to make His name known. Learn more about how you can engage in global missions at ccwm.org. And now, here's our show. One Baby for the World, 24 Days of Advent from a Missions Perspective, read by author Sherry Tverdick. December 17th, You, Luke 2, verse 8-12 And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Shepherds watching their sheep, warmed by the fire, drifting off to sleep. As Mary labors in a barn, shepherds breathe in the last air of a world without a savior. This is it. This is the moment God has waited for and he is ready to announce it. Poor shepherds watching their sheep, drifting off to sleep. They are within moments of being the first to be caught into the embrace of a God so ecstatic he can't contain himself. Shepherds, lowly ones, God is coming to you. A baby's cry pierces the Bethlehem night and heaven touches the earth. Part victory moment, part birth announcement. Terror. The shepherds cover their faces at the sight of God's powerful announcer, the angel. Why us? Why me? Perhaps they are reminded of a secret sin. Has God come to end them? But right here, he shows us just how much new we will be experiencing from now on. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. It will cause great joy. The shepherds are listening. So near to God and yet still living, despite their lowly state, despite their sin, a Messiah who is Christ the Lord. They are invited and they are wanted. God chooses the lowly shepherds first. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. The sign, it turned out, was for the shepherds. Your Messiah is in a manger. He's here now for you. You are included. You, the uneducated. You, the lonely. And you, the poor. You, the insignificant. No more. I'm going into the Gobi Desert for 40 days. Our director, 
Dan Hunnenfent from the USA, was writing to us with half a request for help, half a bearing of a heart. I believe God has told me, meet me in the Gobi Desert for 40 days. Dan was anything but dramatic. I knew that he was being called to the Gobi, but I wondered why. A year and a half later, Dan flew to Mongolia and headed out to the southern borders of the Gobi. I watched him leave our house and wondered how he would survive. We did not hear from Dan for those 40 days, and the excitement mounted as we counted down the last of the week before we would drive the 14 hours to get him. We did find Dan again, sort of. We found a different version of Dan, a Dan who had met God in a new way. With his permission, I tell a long and lovely story, briefly and simple. Dan had been invited to live with a family of nomads. Here, he met a lowly shepherd, insignificant by all the world's levels of measurement. The shepherd was poor in material goods and physically handicapped. The shepherd had befriended Dan. This made things complicated for Dan. He had fully intended on fasting and praying and to meet God. But the shepherd was lonely and thankful to have a person nearby, even if they didn't speak the same language. He would visit Dan often, bring food, bring games, learn English, observe Dan. Outside Dan's small gear lay the vast sand dunes of the Gobi. One day, Dan decided he wanted to climb to the peak. As he packed up his hiking supplies, the shepherd made motions to Dan indicating he wanted to climb the dunes with him. Dan hesitated. The shepherd had physical handicaps that Dan thought might slow them down. He really wanted that alone time to meet with God. He imagined all that could go wrong on this adventure. Dan's mind said, no, simultaneously with his mouth saying, yes. Dan was prepared for all that could happen, but not for what actually did. The shepherd beat him to the top of the dunes and waited patiently for Dan to catch up. When Dan arrived to the summit, the shepherd shouted at the top of his lungs, Hallelujah! Surprised that the shepherd knew that word, Dan wondered what had just transpired. Using his index finger, the shepherd drew a cross on the palm of his own hand. He tried to draw pictures in the sand with a stick, but Dan could not make sense of any of it. Unable to communicate any more than they had, they walked down the dunes together, this time as friends. Something had connected them. Five weeks later, when we pulled up in the Jeep to find Dan thankfully alive, the shepherd was there too. Dan and the shepherd could hardly wait for us to get settled. They both wanted to know so much from one another, but the shepherd spoke first. Once, years ago, I went into the city And while there, I learned about Jesus. I believed, and I followed God for the first time in my life. I joined a church and had a Christian community around me. Eventually, I had to return to the desert to help my family, but it was difficult because my family did not believe, and they were angry at me for not being Buddhist like them. I became so lonely here in the desert 
I was told by other Christians before I left for the desert that if I didn't forsake my family and the celebrations of the holiday traditions, I couldn't be a Christian. I didn't believe that, and I tried anyway. Finally, the pressures were too strong, and realizing I was the only Christian I knew in the entire Gobi Desert, I decided that God must not live in the desert. So I decided not to be a Christian any longer. And then you came here, Dan. I could not believe it when I saw you open a Bible. I couldn't speak your language or read your Bible, but I knew you were a believer. I watched you these 40 days, and I was so amazed by how you follow God. You were very different from the other Christians I had met in the city. That day, I stood on the dunes and I shouted, Hallelujah! Thanking God for showing me that God was in the desert, too. Dan was led by God to a lost shepherd. Together, they each met God in the Gobi. I cried buckets of tears on that trip home from the Gobi as Dan expanded on the story of what he had just experienced. I recognized how God is true to his word. He does not leave any of us, not a single one of us alone. There is no one, not one, insignificant to him. A shepherd cries out alone in the Gobi Desert. A man in his 60s stands in church and hears a call, Meet me in the Gobi for 40 days. For unto you is born this day. Unto you. Engage with the story today. Ask God to show you who you see as insignificant. Ask Him for a heart like His for all people. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Wanna Talk Missions. Make sure to check out all that God's doing with our missionaries at Cup of Cold Water Ministries by visiting ccwm.org. And that's our show.